Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Split Screen Media Podcast. We are a entertainment podcast that talks about media, video games, movies, TV shows, um, and then also gets into our personal lives a little bit. I'm your host this week, Chris Blankenship, and with me as always is my wonderful and talented guest host, Connor Rose. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And uh, this week, uh, I'd like to introduce our guest host, who is Seabass, uh, back on for his third time, I believe. I am glad to be back, Chris. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Um, so first off, we have to address something about the podcast real quick, because there is some theory going on. There's some drama. Some yeah. big drama. We're part of, we're, this is our first official YouTube drama that nobody knows about. <laughs> <laughs> it's the drama um, everybody's been waiting for. So last week's podcast, uh, our thumbnail was this top, uh, image here. And then the vlog brothers stole it copied it changed it up a little bit and then uh released a video that same day with this thumbnail clearly plagiarizing ours yeah i mean it's very clear to me that because our podcast is so popular that they definitely saw it and then decided to copy ours Mm -hmm. almost directly and and you know i really want to throw out there that uh you know not to toot my own horn but mine's definitely better like you got the it is better. <laughs> you, get the, you get the nice angle with the GameStop going up with the the air. I guess for audio listeners, we should say we're looking at the thumbnail from last week where I put uh, Kevin Hart's head on Roland's body from Borderlands. And there's like the little Stonks logo. And the Vlogbrothers one looks almost identical, except the GameStop is uh, like a little bit off to the side. But they did the same thing where they covered up the Stonks guy with like another character. And then added the GameStop thing. So yeah, it, it's it's it really is crazy how close it is. I, I will give them credit because they saw hours and only had a couple of hours to put this one together. <laughs> so I think with the time that they had, they they did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Clearly, this was a rush job, and that's fine. Ours has the logo in it. You know, it's it, it's just. I wish that they would come to us first before yeah. doing this. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like. Um, uh you know it's like hey bro can i borrow your homework and you're like yeah just change it up a little bit so the teacher doesn't notice <laughs> and man yeah, yours for sure yours for sure is uh, more racially diverse in lieu of black history man so i appreciate <laughs> it yeah yeah that's true definitely had that in mind when we made it yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of gamestop we can follow up uh because we talked pretty heavily about GameStop and where the stock was at and just in general about that uh, last week um, when GameStop was $300 and now they're at 90 What a fall from grace. Yeah. Which is still a lot, way more than it's worth, but <laughs> <laughs> there's some paper hands out there not holding on to their stocks. Yeah, well, when it got, I mean, it's not really that shocking, I guess, because it got up to like a high of four fifteen or something. Oh, it was higher than that. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah, it was something insane like that. That was pretty close to five hundred, I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't blame anybody for selling at that point, especially if you bought it in September for like two bucks. Even oh, if yeah. you bought it like like a hundred bucks or something, like oh yeah, still a great deal. I wish I wish I had this at like five days or a month or something because it kind of leveled off at three hundred for a couple of days, and I was like, "There's no way it goes up." Like if you're if you've bought into the hype, like you bought into the hype, and that's it. Like I don't think there's more hype coming, you know. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, it no, fell from grace a little bit. Dusted. Okay, I, well, I have a question for both of you. Do you, when this eventually does get back down to like you know the the mid teens or maybe even single digits, uh, are you guys going to put some money into it? No, no. This Never. is a dying company, and the hedge funds are right to short it. <laughs> but yeah. I, don't think, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna short it. Uh, but I take it back. We talked about the future of GameStop. If they innovate a little bit, they might bring it back. But uh, impossible. I don't think so. <laughs> care to elaborate <laughs> i don't know dude. it's just i feel like there's no coming back no matter what like we're moving into a digital age where like nobody wants to fucking go to a game store anymore unless you're buying like those super rare copies but nobody even does that like i'd rather go to facebook marketplace and you know message some guy that's gonna sell his whole like 40 game collection for 10 bucks then go to gamestop and like have them overcharge you for one rare commodity that's 40 bucks so what if they make it into like a like a more social place to like play video games at like an arcade kind of yeah Yeah. Um, well we already have a lot of independently owned like places like that gaming lounges and arcades and just like fun zones i just don't think i think they're way too behind to catch up in any area unless they really like pull off something innovative yeah, and not to, you know, uh, beat a dead horse of what we were talking about before, but again, you know, like eSports Lounge and having its own online uh, digital marketplace. I definitely, I, I see room for improvement there for sure. Yeah, I I agree. I just wanted to give a little update on that and uh, kind of share our thoughts. Do you yeah, think it's going down, going down from here? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Connor, do you, you you asked the question. Are you gonna uh, buy into it? Um, if it's back down at like five bucks, absolutely, I will. Oh my god! Not not with the expectation that it'll go back up to five hundred dollars, but with the expectation that I think not only was this a massive wake up call for them, but they have been innovating in small ways. Um, like I went to a GameStop pretty recently, and they like I mentioned this on the podcast before, but they had all those TVs up now which look like kind of display TVs, but also maybe like lounge area TVs. Um, so, it, you know, they're kind of moving in that direction already. So after this obviously crashes, I might throw a few bucks in there. You know, I don't know. I didn't do it before and I regretted it. So, you know, it's if I lose $40, you know, who cares? You think uh, because of this, more people will get into kind of like, not day trading, but like, you know, just buying and selling the, like being a retail investor they should yeah i think i agree they definitely should but yeah i think i think that this has definitely piqued a lot of people's interest i hope it's just not like i worry that this sets unrealistic expectations for people like they're like oh i put 50 cents into this company that nobody's heard of and in three years it'll be 300 dollars, and i'll be rich and so (laughs) you know that's just not what happens but uh (laughs) This was like a you know a million to one fluke that just happened to work out this way, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think this is definitely going to cause more people to eventually join. Probably not Robinhood, but <laughs> something else that uh, you know, somewhere else where you can trade stock and and do all that. Yeah, I, do we want to talk about Robinhood for a second or move on? <laughs> oh yeah, they canceled. I I put stock in because I had like four dollars on my account. 
And there was this, uh, I don't even remember what it was. It was like 80 cents per stock. I was like, yeah, I'll buy four of those. And then they refunded me for that too. So they're like getting rid of everybody's stuff. They're canceling orders. and So they just don't want to have a business anymore? <laughs> I guess not. Because it, it had nothing to do with GameStop. These were like separate stocks that I just saw that were like, you know, penny stocks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, think they're, they're, I think they're doing that to try like cover their ass with all GameStop thing. So it's like, no, we didn't like, you know, it wasn't that we were specifically targeting like the GameStop stocks. Like we were, we saw like foul play in like almost every stock. So like, you know, we're trying to do that and like, you know, get back to normal. Like nice try dog. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly possible. I don't know. Um, they had a whole reason. Like they, they sent out an email that was like, you know, two email. Yeah, they, they sent, yeah, they sent out a couple, but it was basically like the, uh, the South Park thing with that guy in front of the fireplace, like the we're sorry, like that yeah. kind of. <laughs> so it was all BS. Yeah. Um, Connor, you had some news about uh, a Mass Effect remaster. Yeah, Ooh. this actually just came out uh, today. It did. Um, I guess not, <laughs> not when we released this, but it was a couple days before when we were recording. But, uh, like it's it's basically going to be a remaster of all three Mass Effect games, um, which I thought was interesting because it seems like if you're going to release, if if you're going to remaster or like re-release a bunch of the old Mass Effect games, I don't know why it wouldn't be a remake instead of a remaster. Uh, and I guess for everybody who doesn't know, a remake is like an entire redesign of a video game from the ground up. You're taking it, you're basically creating a new video game with like the skeletal framework of what was there before in the old game. But a remaster is like, we make some of the textures look better. We fix some of the controls, maybe the sound stuff like that. Um, and the biggest example I can think of right now is like the resident evil series. Cause they've been going back through and remaking every single one of those games. And they've all been awesome. Like resident evil two, resident evil three. Um, those remakes are really cool. Cause they bring in, it's basically like an entirely new game. And so far, what I've seen with this, it doesn't really look like that. They're just putting everything in 4K and like updating the textures and sending it back out to people. And I'm right, that's, only like, that's oh, sorry. What was it? That's poppycock, Connor, and you know it. You know how many new, you know, features they're going to add to this? They might, right. add titty, they might add titty physics. I mean, <laughs> I know FemShep looks this like the FemShep model is going to be universally the same throughout all three this time so it's not going to be like some blonde chick in the first one it's actually going to be the person from the uh, two and three and a whole other slew of improvement 60 fps less loading time on the elevator can you not appreciate this value Connor? do you want everything to be a remake why can't you just ha- get all three games as a remaster some people didn't get to experience it like we did as kids like, I didn't why? play them. I didn't play them oh. either. <laughs> well, then look, why are you complaining? Come on. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I just think it's an interesting move. Like, I, to me, it seems like the, the best thing you would want to do here is to try and remake them for a whole new generation so people can experience them with, like, the power of the new consoles. Because I assume it, it's going to be coming out for next gen. So I don't know why you would, like, you know make it uh, make a crappier version of that i suppose but uh I, I played the first mass effect for like 30 minutes and i hated it 
um, mostly because of the controls. Like, and I think most people agree that that game is the first Mass Effect is pretty rough. So me being like, oh, if I see a remake of it, I know they're going to overhaul the entire game. But if I see a remaster, I'm like, well, this is going to be the same game I hated 15 years ago. So I don't really know how much I want to go back and play it, but I guess we'll see. They said they're going to they're going to polish the uh, the first one specifically in terms of control and stuff like that. Okay, that's good at least. I think uh, it's a it's a cost thing. Uh, remaking, I assume, is cheaper than remastering. Wait, backwards. Remastering is cheaper than remaking. A hundred percent. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Like, do you really think Bioware has the funds right now to remake three games? Well, EA does, and they're the ones publishing it. So, I mean, if they have the the cash, I mean, they they have more than enough money to to do a remake if they wanted to. I think they just wanted to put out something to appease the Mass Effect fans because there hasn't been a new game since uh, Andromeda, right, Seabass? Uh, right, but I think but that whole team is working on the new Dragon Age right now, so there's no way they have the resources to do a remake right now. Is that Dragon Age 4? Yes. Okay. So you think their audience is current Mass Effect fans uh, who like played the old games? I think Wait, what so. Do you, think? you think that's their whole base? Like their who they're targeting you don't think they're targeting new like players mm, probably not i don't think a new player would look at this and be like yeah i want to try it without like a recommendation yeah i but i again i think if you were to do a remake you probably would get some more more people in but but on the same note i don't know how much you're gonna want to play these if you played them before just like two generations ago because it's not like you were playing this on a crt with like you know in standard def on a shitty old control like it was the 360 like it was still in hd now it's just in 4k it's really not going to look that much different yeah i guess we'll have to see also what's the price point that's a, another big thing if the I price have... is a full-blown game nobody's gonna buy that shit that's a great question i'm gonna look that up right now um I, I was also curious about because if it's like a forty dollar thing for three games, and that is a good deal. I was thinking thirty dollar, but I guess ten dollars a game. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's kind of what I, you know, that's what the Destroy All Humans game was when they did that remake. I think that was forty bucks. So I'm gonna see real quick. Chris, do you have any interest in playing this now that it's being remastered, or do you not really care? I never really had any interest in it before, and it wasn't like a a graphics problem or a control problem it's just like i don't really know the story which is kind of ignorant but i i don't uh i don't really ever have any interest in it i think i i had a copy of mass effect lying around somewhere at some point but i never really got into playing it okay do we All have right. a let me look up oh sorry you go ahead oh no i just have the thing right here it says uh mass effect legendary edition is out uh may 14th um it'll be playable on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and then PS5 and Xbox Series S and X via backwards compatibility, and it will be $60. All right, so let me let me tell you right now why this is going to fail. One, <laughs> it's $60. Two, they didn't put it on the Nintendo Switch, which I feel like would be the preferred console to play this kind of game on, where it's like, hey, I can play these games i've never played on the go i know like that's how i am like any game that i've never played on console i play it on my switch because i can like bring it anywhere with me and i can just casually play it 
Whereas like I had a console, I had to actually like sit down, look at the screen and like be sedentary and put my undivided attention to it. But I think I don't have the data, so I can't like prove this right now, but I can say with 90% certainty that any like remaster that comes out definitely sells way better when they release it on Switch, Switch as opposed to just regular consoles. It's interesting that you're... see you're you're kind of the consumer that i didn't really think existed um and i and i mean that in a not in a bad way but just like i i didn't think (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think a lot of people bought triple a games on the switch like because usually i remember when they announced uh the bioshock collection and they were like hey it's coming to switch and it was like last year and the Bioshock collection came out like six years ago. <laughs> so then they were like, and everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe I get to play a crappier version of the game I owned on my 360. Um, so I was like, this will never sell. But I definitely think you're right. There is a market for that, for people who want to just kind of pick up and play on the go. Um, so, but that's interesting. I, I didn't even consider that it would come out on the Switch. Well, I'm not saying like I, I, would, I would buy it per se i'm just saying that I, people that never played it are more likely to buy it on the switch i feel like because that's more of like i see this switch as a casual console it's like you don't play it so that you can experience these big triple a games almost like you're a fan of like zelda and stuff you play it because like you can sit down on the couch with your family while you like fucking play it or like you can do something else while you're playing it and you have to give it your undivided attention as like you would a console or a pc that you actually have to sit down at like in front of a screen to play right and those games aren't really turn-based but they're kind of quasi turn-based right like they're right it's like quasi yeah it's it's a little weird but yeah okay so so it's like i I guess what i mean by that is that like you can play it kind of like you can put it down for a sec nothing's really going to happen to you you can pick it back up and start exactly okay And then sixty dollars. Like I wouldn't pay sixty dollars for that. I'd pay forty dollars for, it, but not sixty. Yeah, usually when they do the remasters, it's a little bit cheaper. But I, I guess they're just they're probably thinking, all right, well, we put in a lot of work, a lot of work remastering each of these. Um, we'll do twenty dollars a game, and that equals a, a full price sixty bucks. So I don't know. I get it, but I I probably won't be picking it up at full price either. Yeah, I don't doubt that they like definitely like went in and polished the first game and like probably fixed a bunch of stuff and like made it run completely smooth, fixed some glitches, made the gameplay a, a better experience. Like I don't doubt that, but I know for sure they didn't fucking do shit to the other two. They probably just give it like an HD gloss over or better lighting. So yeah. it's, it's interesting to me that they said that there aren't going to be PS5 and Xbox series X versions. It's just going to be running backwards compatible with those games. So you're not going to get like, a next gen version of that game, it'll just be like a slightly better looking current gen version, which I think is interesting. Yeah. I don't think there's a point in like making its own version for those two. Cause then like what more what more can you do with an old game that's not a remake? Not a lot. Yeah, yeah that's true. Seabass, if this drops to like drop some price, you gonna pick it up? Like say uh, like fall or winter 2021 on consoles like on what they on the current platforms yeah no <laughs> do do companies do this where they release like on the switch like if they snub a console they release later on it 
for Switch, yeah. The, yeah, they, they do that a lot. Yeah. They do it a lot. So the, if, it come, if it comes out on Switch, do you think you'll get it? Yeah, probably. I probably would. If they release another option, like they do with the uh, the Bioshock Legendary, or like the Bioshock Collection, where you can buy each one individually if you want. Like say like you only wanted to play the first one, you just buy that one by itself. And you don't have to pay like the full price for all three. If they do do that, that would be pretty good for them. I'm surprised they almost aren't doing that. And instead of like, say it's like 30 bucks a game, you know, like if you just want the 20 bucks a game, well, then there's no, there's no incentive to buy the the three pack bundle. I guess if you really hate mass effect one or something, you just want to go straight. (laughs) Yeah. 30 bucks a game. But then I guess if you're buying two games, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely, it, it the the only thing that prevents me from playing those types of games on the Switch now is that a lot of times the downgrades are pretty significant. Like I like the idea of playing Overwatch on the go, but I don't want to play Overwatch in thirty frames per second because I'd rather kill myself. Like it just oh, it, I would, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Either. I wouldn't play any current gen console game on the Switch. I'm just saying I would play. I either play indie games like or first party games, and then the only third party games I play are. Uh, like remasters or stuff that like i know like i'm not missing anything out like missing out on anything like in terms of graphics or performance oh i see what you're saying so if it's like an old shitty 360 game that they up a little bit you're like my switch can right. handle this okay yeah yeah that's sense. what i'm saying gotcha i thought you meant you were doing that for all of the games that were ported over to switch no fuck that like if no 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 okay no. this makes a lot more sense now okay i think we were just on two different pages but i get you now no, yeah, there's no way. And there's like some games that you can only like. I... Have you ever got? Have you guys heard of Hades? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, like that. I cannot imagine playing that game on my console. I could play it on my Switch like twenty hours a day. Hmm. Games like that, where it's just easily digestible. You're not missing anything out graphically. Like I'm not gonna play fucking Cyberpunk on my Switch. Like no. Cyberpunk doesn't even run on the other console. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah. people even, are people even playing that on anything else? <laughs> no, nobody's playing that game. I mean, I, the, you know, and that's the state of the games industry now. Anyway, even if you are the most hype game in the history of video games, your video games last for a month, and then people stop talking about them, and they're done with them forever. That's just the state of the way things are. Right. Um, you know. Or you throw out a battle pass to keep people addicted for a couple months. Yep. <laughs> And then season two and season three, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk was pretty much DOA. I mean, there's, there's, I don't think there's any coming back from this. Really, it'll, it'll do better than like Marvel's Avengers did, but not by much. It's gonna be one of those games where, like, um, after like a long time, like say like two or so years, like people will pick it up, or like it'll come out with an ultimate edition. People will be like, you know, I never like played this game. And they'll like pick it up and have the finished product of the game. They're like, wow, like this is amazing i can't believe i didn't buy it at launch and you're like buddy you're lucky you didn't buy it at launch <laughs> yeah. i'm still looking at youtube in the future two years from now there's gonna be all these videos like all these video essays that are like oh cyberpunk is good now <laughs> like you know yeah same thing they did with uh, battlefront 2 when that mm. finally got better yeah well speaking of games that are dead before arrival uh google is shutting down its game studios for stadia R.I.P. Say it isn't so. How how was that segue? <laughs> that was great. Um, but yeah, they're they're 
they're not shutting on Stadia, but they're not making any games for it. And for people who don't know, Google owns Stadia. So this isn't exactly like exuding like confidence from Google. <laughs> yeah, we should probably, just for anybody who doesn't know, Stadia is a video game streaming service kind of akin to like Netflix or Hulu, where you would just, you can stream video games from any device, like your, your TV, your phone, your computer, whatever. And then they also sold uh, console and controller peripherals that would kind of help expedite that process if your internet was a little bit slower um so you could like directly plug it into the stadium machine and get a better you know whatever but the problem uh with it and the reason it was dead so quickly even before it came out is because that technology just isn't ready yet for the type of internet that 90 percent of people have especially in like middle america you're just not going to get internet speeds that are that good to stream video games um, and I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember on live at all that I, service? Yeah, I remember that where they're like the advertising, like, oh, you can play these like console great games on your phone and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it was essentially yeah. the same thing, except that came out like 10 years before Stadia, maybe more. And it was broken then. And that company failed and it's just as broken now. Like, I mean, internet speeds are a little bit better, but the fact of the matter is until Google fiber lays down all those wires to get everybody the best speed possible it's just like they just jump the gun with this essentially i want elon yeah. musk's satellite blanket internet coverage <laughs> that's exactly what we yeah. need <laughs> yeah so i think the, the uh and just internet only stream only no reliance on any device like gpu cpu nothing that technology like you said is way too far away there's no way you can execute that perfectly right now when it's like like you said it's not readily available if you remember another an even older streaming service i think it's before on live playstation did it first with playstation now i'm pretty sure on ps3 where you could like they advertise like hey like if you can't download any games like you can use this by the service for 20 dollars a month and you can stream like all your games but you have to be on the console obviously so it's even with them, they recognize, like, even some of those games didn't run perfectly with the console hardware and streaming because of the, just the, inter the internet limitations. We don't have the speed that we need that's stable enough to run those kinds of services. And we're not going to have that for a long time. It's like you're hardwired into the internet. Yeah, there's really only a select cities around the United States and the world, really, that have speeds that are capable of what they were trying to do um not only that and the game the games that they announced like the lineup of games that they had at, from the get-go were already like one to two years out of date so it was like last year's madden and last year's assassin's creed and they were like hey pick that up and like the new games were already out and it's like well i already own this xbox why am i you know gonna waste money to subscribe to a service and then have to buy a game there and then get your peripherals and apparently i never held it but apparently the controller that they had for stadia was kind of garbage um so it just it, you know it all just kind of blew up spectacularly so you think it uh this is the end or the beginning of the end for stadia oh 100 percent. i would have thought i mean it blows my mind that they're already shutting down divisions of the company that were in charge of making games like that's crazy to me i would have thought they would have given this another year or two at least but they're really ready to throw in the towel already. So this is definitely done. 
I don't really. Seabass, what do you what do you think about it? Do you think it's over? Yeah. I mean, if like you said, if they're shutting down their own studios where they promised they're like we're gonna like develop our own first party games where they're gonna be exclusive to Stadia, and they're already fucking sinking that ship. There's no hope. Like, there's no reason to buy it. There's no standout. And wasn't one of the directors of one of the studios, like, formerly, he formerly worked on the Assassin's Creed game. So, it's possible. I'm not sure. That could have been good. But look, if they can't, if they can't deliver, man, I would just kill the console. Is Google, like, game studios, like, big like have they made anything because i feel like this could just be a game studio shutting down because they're not super big or super great and they kind of made this for stadia am i wrong I think there was, or i think there was two studios and i think one of them only had like 18 people in it i want to say okay so it wasn't like big that that to me sounds like they weren't betting on this hard to begin with but then that begs the question of like, why did you do this in the first place? <laughs> like if you had all, I'm, I mean, it's Google. They have all the data telling them exactly how well or not well this thing is going to sell. And I'm just, I'm like, you, you know about on live, like they had to, because this is basically the corpse of on live that they tried to reanimate for like 10 years later, but it just, it woke up for half a second and then died again. And like you, you have all the data from them. I, I just don't understand why this is something you would want to push out pre-Google Fiber. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I'd prefer the Soja Boy console at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I, he got in so much trouble for selling that. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't he get sued for that shit? He did, yeah, because yeah, it was basically just a giant emulator with a bunch of illegally downloaded games on it. I'm looking up Gamefly right now. Do you guys remember Gamefly? I do. They yes. still exist, I think. It, they they do still exist. But I was thinking, like, when I think Gamefly, I think, like, Netflix for video games. Like, at least back in the day when Netflix was shipping DVDs. And then Netflix went to streaming. And then Netflix was able to produce some of its own shows. And I feel like Google skipped straight to produce our own stuff streaming, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if Gamefly hasn't even gotten to streaming yet... Like you, you, you just, you know, you gotta learn to, you gotta learn to, to crawl before you can walk, before you can run. I never thought I'd say this, but GameFly knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's steady. Re- wins the race, they say, right? Would it be more funny if GameFly released Stadia? Oh my god! I think it would. Yeah, I, I mean, it's almost, it's almost funnier to me with Google, just because it's this you know billion whatever trillion dollar company and they they make some of these uh like the, the world's dumbest decisions like I, I really i really can't explain what what their thought process was here but I, I feel like they can afford to do it though you know like yeah ah, fuck it sink 50 billion in this idea if it works out it works out if it doesn't yeah. oh well when you have an endless supply of money i'd probably get into some weird stuff too to be honest yeah <laughs> It's interesting, though. I, I think I, I definitely don't think this idea is terrible. Like, again, eventually this is going to be what happens with video games. You can just pick a like you're you know, you're picking a movie on Netflix. You pick it, you stream it. It's one to one. There's no lag. Um, everything works exactly how it's supposed to. But we're like a good 15, 20 years off from something like that. So, oh, yeah, I am. Um, I used to 
I, I don't know if anybody else has experience with this, but like I would have my Xbox like downstairs and I would stream over why like my my internet to my laptop and I'd have my controller up here playing my Xbox like on my laptop, but even though the machine's downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um and that runs garbage. Granted, I'm uploading and downloading over the same connection, but it, it was just super laggy. I would never play online if I if I would, you know, would do that kind of setup. No, the input lag for something like that is like a whole second. And at that point, it's just useless. Yeah. So, and yeah. sometimes it, the stream would just cut out for like a good two or three seconds. And you have no idea what's going on in the game. <laughs> Innovation. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, Connie, you talked about Stadia's controller being kind of awkward. Um, there's some news kind of related to that with the iPhone and iPad. They. Um, uh, they released an update where you can pair PS5 and Xbox Series S and X controllers uh, to your phone for mobile gaming. Which is kind of yeah. cool. Boy. Can't wait to play Angry Birds with an Xbox Series X controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about this and I was like, who is playing mobile games on their iPhone with their Xbox controller? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think this is really going to be made for... Um like X Cloud, and then whatever eventually PlayStation's going to put out when it comes to the streaming, uh, you know, the streaming games and stuff. Doesn't uh, don't PlayStation have like remote play or something already? They yeah. have, yeah, they have remote play, and then they have like PlayStation Now, which is which is what Seabass was talking about before, which is kind of like Stadia. Although I think you also have the option to download games too. Like you, you, you can stream. Yeah, you can just download. download it. Yeah. Yeah. Which really is all Stadia, what Stadia needed to do was have the option for both. <laughs> but, well, I mean, now I have an easy Christmas gift this year for uh, like my mom or grandma who plays Candy Crush. I'll just give them an Xbox controller. Perfect. They'll love it. Perfect. I'm trying to think of how you would even play Candy Crush with a controller, like how that would work. Don't they have like, uh, like some of those type of, you just like select it and, or drag it or something. Like Mahjong or whatever. Whatever the old people play. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think it's actually for people who do like racing games, maybe. I feel like that might be a good use for it if you need better than like a little joystick on your thing. Or if you play a competitive Call of Duty mobile. That's okay. a word. <laughs> That's a phrase. <laughs> if you're in that eSport arena, then yeah, you got to get all the tools, I guess. Yeah. We actually just got... Um, for the Xbox, we got a racing wheel at my house, and it's super fun. Um, it's 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 kind of you know it's really cool how you can like adjust the sensitivity to really feel like you're driving a car. Except I think Forza is harder than driving a real car. <laughs> I, sometimes their their oversteer understeer can get kind of crazy. Yeah, just like you touch it a little bit and you spin out like <laughs> eighteen wait, times. Wait, wait. When you're going that fast. Uh, if you're racing also like those uh, like like super like F1 cars and stuff like that, it's super hard to get them going. I'm used to Mario Kart physics where I press a button <laughs> and I drift. Yeah. <laughs> then you get a boost at the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's no mushrooms, there's no bananas, there's nothing. <laughs> this game sucks. See, <laughs> oh. so, you want to get into your, uh, your mystery topic a little bit? Uh, man, not really. But 
I'll do it for the people. Okay. Yeah, us, us neither. <laughs> you don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about how. Uh, so with the new consoles coming out, you know, we're all talking about. We're all waiting to see. You know, the next gen of games. You know, we want to see realistic everything. Everything needs to be look damn near perfect, and we definitely got that outrage when we saw that atrocious halo trailer yes and we were like what the fuck is this how is this next gen but the game came to like my attention lately where they have really been pushing the limits and showing me what they can do and that is resident evil 8 and big waifu gray waifu vampire chick and her realistic titties now i Sebastian just likes <laughs> he likes titty physics. That's all. That's all. That's all we care about here. No, I don't care about the fact that they went into detail about that specific thing, and it's really weird. I'm trying to find a picture of it, and I'll put it as my background. Uh, it's it won't be. You guys won't get banned or anything. You won't get flagged. As long as we're not copy uh, right struck by Warner Brothers, it's cool. Yeah, we should be there. <laughs> They're on my shit list now. <laughs> All right. So, like, you see those? Do you see what I see? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you, wow. here, I can, uh, do you want to share also, your screen? I can. I can't share my screen. This is on my phone. Oh, um, okay. Okay, okay. I'll hey, send, send it to you. Yeah, I'll send, send it, it on, to you in, send in it Discord. On, on Discord and I'll, I'll share it. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. But people, I feel like, First of all, Capcom's a bunch of perverts for doing this, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. But <clears throat> I think that game, besides that, that game looks really amazing graphic wise. Have you guys seen like the gameplay demo? Yeah, 100%. I'm really excited for that game. It looks absolutely amazing. And I love, hate Capcom. Capcom's, in my yeah. eyes, is, is like the, uh, you see that? <laughs> you see, you see that texture. That's a lot they of went, detail. Yeah, there's went, like, like scar tissue all in. right here. They went all in. Okay, you get like that. Whatever, I guess, like the stretch mark. Yeah, thing on top, and then even up here. Yeah. No, yeah, they didn't have to do that. First Did of you all, see they didn't I, have to do that at all. <laughs> you see how I leaned in, like I was trying to look <laughs> under a microscope. I was like. Mm, yes. <laughs> Those look pretty real to me. But I, I, like, I will say the lighting is kind of kind of nice. Like you have yeah. to like the shine here, and then this. I'm looking at the lighting. You guys are looking at tits. I don't know. <laughs> can we throw up the. Do uh, you think we could throw up the trailer? If not, we can just blur it later. But I think that might be kind of fun to like just have the gameplay trailer in the background. But yeah, it looks really good, and then it's like they're definitely leading, in my opinion, graphics wise. Not talking about like you know just the chest. I'm talking about everything. Their lighting is absolutely perfect. It, it they like it perfectly, encaptures the feeling of being in a house that's like fucking haunted. Like not everything's gonna be lit up, and like you can't just turn up your brightness to see everything around you. It feel it captures the atmosphere so well, and I'm so glad, like how far we've come in terms of video games, especially horror games, because horror games are the shit, no matter what you say. No, I love it. And I, you know, one of the things, because I, I was kind of done with the Resident Evil franchise after like 
kind of after five and definitely after six. After but the action seven, movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But seven was so good. Um that and it it was it was basically a, a soft reboot of the entire franchise because it was first person and it took it back to like its horror roots. Um and for anyone who hasn't played Resident Evil Seven, that game is amazing. And I'm really excited for this new one because it looks pretty much the same. You know, it's not like it doesn't have an actual title. It's just village. And then the eight, the Roman numeral eight is in there. Um, but it looks really, really good. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've actually seen the gameplay trailer for it. So is this what, is this what you wanted or is this? Yeah. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Seabass? I think it's supposed to be yeah. shorter than that, right? Official gameplay reveal. Yeah, let's try that one. That one's like six minutes long. Do you guys want to? I mean, do you? Yeah, we'll just have the gameplay demo on the background. That's fine. Yeah. Um, how how before I play this, how can I avoid getting copyright struck? You can't. It's impossible. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. I mean, usually they don't like as long as it's not a Warner Brothers property like it was last time. Okay. Can I can I full screen this? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's perfect. So okay. we can just kind of talk over it. I don't really, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, don't play the sound. We can just talk over it. Yeah, I'm not playing sound. Yeah, but look at this shit, bro. And this gives me, like, the beginning gives me, like, hard Resident Evil 4 vibes. Just the whole atmosphere. And I think that's what they're trying to go for. They're trying to make it, like, Resident Evil 4, but, like, first person. The, the motion on that on that cape there in that last scene. Mm. I love how the guns, you know, you never really get that. Like, you kind of, like, the gun just stands still when you're running. Like it doesn't look right. like this is like swaying around and like kind of moving, which is really cool. But like the actual design, like the art design of this game is really neat. Let's look at the lighting here with this big chandelier and the candles. Dude, yeah, it just looks fantastic. It's kind of dark on the staircase. There's definitely this is definitely like uh, a lot of ray tracing going on here with all the reflections and stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna rewind it just a second. Look right here. Yeah. Yeah, you get that nice uh, banisters. Yeah, the banister light. I think that's the most impressive thing so far. Oh, the candles, like how they light up the yeah. just like that portion of the yeah. I mean, this looks really good. <laughs> like all, all the lighting looks natural. Like it's actually coming from candles. It's like nothing, nothing else, nothing more. We should mention everyone too. Like it, it's going to look choppy on the recording. It's not. It's just because we're. Um, you know screen sharing it and then it's going like it's going to be re-downloaded and stuff so it's not going to look super good also i'd let it cut my throat any day you want to take a bite out of me mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah we should we should probably discuss this like uh this whole thing that's been going on with this game because a lot of people are like they're like i don't know if i'm really scared or just turned on <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm scared or horny this lady front and center kind of thick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Super tall, too. I mean, look oh, how much yeah. taller she is than the other ones. I think that was intentional. Like, you on the ground, like, powerless kind of thing. No, 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 but I mean, like, the perspective of her next to the other oh. vampires or whatever. She was, like, way oh, yeah, that, taller than them, too. That was definitely intentional. To show that she's the head honcho. Yeah, Ooh, I hope this game is as scary as Res Evil 7 was. I like that smoke. Also, I don't know why, like, why is there an option to block? That makes no sense to me. That's, like, the one thing I will, I will complain about. Like, why, why would I put my hands up to block a zombie trying to, like, eat my ass? 
Yo, Where did the they fuck? get that hammer from? Where does that <laughs> exist in this planet? <laughs> <laughs> like that hammer was made for him. Uh, so, yeah, yes. it's oh, this looks very like Resident Evil. Resident Evil Four, yeah. So is that was your was your topic more about um, like this game in particular, or were you like just hoping that most games, most next gen games, look kind of like this in terms of the overall yes. quality? Overall quality, it should look like this. It should they should strive for this kind of excellence, graphic like wise. I can't really say anything about gameplay. Gameplay is all unique. You can't really mimic gameplay. But for sure, like, this is the kind of, like, level of detail I want. Yeah, and I'm done playing yeah. games in 30 frames per second. Like, I, that's, that's to me, is, is unacceptable at this point with these new consoles. Yeah, I'm tired of people not taking full advantage of the hardware. Yeah, 100%. Because that happened last generation a lot. Yeah, no, you notice it with almost every generation where it's, like, five years in like the games just like finally reach their peak like they're amazing and you're like how how do you get this good like yeah. this is what this is what the console was capable of the whole time but nobody like really tapped into it yeah and that's that's always it's it's the the best example i can think of is like uh the last of us because those games always come out right at the end of the the hardware generation so like Last of Us 1 came out at the end of PS3, and then Last of Us 2 came out at the end of PS4. And those games always look so incredible. Like, say what you will about the gameplay or whatever, but the actual graphics are amazing. And they really showcase, like, what all of these games should have looked like on this console. I don't know what's going on. I guess one of them flew yeah. hand or something. Ugh, gross. Oh, yeah. I have nightmares about bees all the time. Dude, I had a nightmare about a bee last night. Like, that's how scared I am of them. That's how scared you are of bees? You're allergic? I, I don't like uh, bees, wasps, anything like that. Well, I don't know. The problem is that I don't know if I'm allergic. And the only way you can tell if you're allergic is if you get stung. Like, that's literally the only test. Is it that you don't like bees or is it that you don't like jazz? That I don't like what? Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> It's a healthy mixture of both. It's okay, man. I, I, man, this this does look very, very good. Like from a graphics perspective. Seabass, you getting a Series X or a PS5? Do I want a PS5? Uh, Series X, maybe. I don't know. I want a PS5 though. Yeah, I'm with you. I just don't know where to put it yet because my desk is I did the measurements and my desk like I have like this little cutout at the side it's too it's too short it's like too small so it won't fit it yeah those systems are chunky they're big boys it's only the PS5 the PS5 is like fucking like a foot or more than a foot like 15 inches <laughs> I love this picture by the way I didn't even see that you changed it <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, boob yeah. detail. A one. Well, really it. the thing the thing about this game is, I mean, look, I already know when this game comes out on PC, there's going to be a day one nude mod where all those chicks are nude because everybody's a bunch of little perverts and they did the same shit for RE two and RE three. So, look, man, Capcom knew what they were doing. 
I'm telling you, he's on it. They, they, yeah, they, they get to that right away. Capcom knew. They're like, ooh, you guys like modding those games? Ooh, wait till you get to this one. We'll, we'll give you a game to mod, my guy. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you the game. But yeah, that's all I had. The, the main reason of that topic was just graphical quality in the next gen consoles and what they're actually capable of. And I'm glad that they're utilizing it to the full capabilities. Now, you, you, we don't even know if this is the full capabilities, but they're at least trying like to push the limit. Yeah, I mean, the first game that blew me away with this generation, or this, you know, the, I say next generation, but now it's the current generation, but uh, Demon Souls, when they showed that remake, that Ooh, game looks That game looks nuts. so good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, I cannot believe this looks that good on a console. It's, um, it's one of those games where, obviously, I'm a fan, so I'll play it, but it's also one of those games where I could just watch somebody play it and just be like, whoa, like, I can just watch you play this for hours. Yeah, for sure. Especially because I suck at those games, so it's nice to watch other people who are good play them. So, I mean, Sony's on the on the game. Well, like their first, uh, you know, their studios are on the, the ball. I mean, Microsoft still hasn't released anything. First party. Yeah, nothing. And then their, their only first party game that they showed looked like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody was like, oh, man, Fable looks good. I'm like, it was a title screen. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't show anything. It wasn't even gameplay. It wasn't, yeah, like, no. in-game footage. It was just a teaser. It literally Game just Fable. said Fable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fable. Yeah, I want a PS5, but I don't know. I might get that next year or something. It might be a while. You're not going to be able to get one until next year. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> it's going to be a hot minute. I'm sad. But yeah, we should definitely do like a stream. I don't know, a stream of that game when it comes out. That'd be tight. That would be fun. I don't know if there's a way for you can like, you can get all three of us on a stream, like if we're just watching somebody play it or whatever, but that would be a lot of fun to do. Get to work, Chris. I know you're the tech savvy guy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you. We'll figure it out. When does it come out? Uh, Stones. I don't know. I can look it up. Though. Let's look it up real quick. I imagine it might be a little bit if they only have like the one kind of short gameplay trailer out for it right now. Well, they already May, yeah. May. This May? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. That's earlier than I thought. It's, it's well, already... a couple of gameplay trailers out. Yeah, and they already released a tech demo for you to play. Hmm. Is that oh can I play that on the I can play that right now? Like I can do download the demo. Uh, I think, I don't know what platforms they made it available on. Yeah, it's it only might... on PS5. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it might be next gen, in which case I can't, but uh I, that might be a game that I wait to play even when it's out, I might wait to play until I have a next gen console to get like the full experience. Yeah, that'll be smart. If you get one before me, I'll just come over. <laughs> hey, that works. I'll quarantine for eight months. <laughs> I was about to say, how long it takes. As soon as we all get these COVID shots, we can all hang out together. But I have to get mine soon. Apparently, COVID can still live in your nose even if you have the shot. So you don't want to be around people who haven't had it. Yeah, no, you definitely want to make sure that everybody's had the thing. It also, if you do, because you can still get it, but. Apparently, if you do get it, it lowers your symptoms significantly. So, like, it, it feels more like a common cold than, you know, anything more than, than that or what, what it's doing right now. 
Uh, do we want to get into some recommendations and a podcast update? Yeah, sure. Uh, say podcast update, podcast challenge update. Seabass, do you? I don't even know if we mentioned. Do you know about the recommendations? Have you been on when we did that? No, no, I have not. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna wing it then. <laughs> but uh, basically, what we do every week again for for I guess Seabass and anybody else who doesn't know, we do weekly recommendations. Can be anything from movies, TV shows, video games to your favorite spork at your favorite fast food restaurant. Doesn't matter. Um, I guess I can go first if you want me to, Chris. Yeah, because uh, like Seabass, I am unprepared. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I, need a, I need a second. <laughs> you and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, we were mentioning movies that we had seen, but I, I watched uh, Sound of Metal like two or three days ago, which is a Amazon Prime exclusive movie about a guy who's a uh, drummer in a band and he starts to lose his hearing. And it's a really good movie. It's it's pretty slow paced, but the use of audio in that movie is kind of groundbreaking, like how they how they show his hearing loss and from the perspective of him and the people that are around him are, is really, really interesting. Um, and I'm calling it now that it's going to win the sound design Oscar. Like I would put really good money on that, but super sad, super good. Uh, definitely recommend it. All right. You heard it here first. Connor prediction. Connor prediction. I want to do when, once they announce the Oscar list, I want I want us to all make, like predictions for what we think is going to win each category. I think that'd be super fun. Okay. Yeah. Should we do a, a tier list once they re- release the winners? <laughs> yeah. <that's a> good, <laughs> best picture tier list. Um, uh, I think my, my recommendation this week is I, I love recommending YouTube channels for some reason um, is uh, Chris fix. It's a YouTube channel that does like a lot with like auto detailing. And so uh, if you want to get your car looking real nice, he's got a lot of great like tips and tricks and stuff. Um, I've been like watching his super clean videos because one, they're super satisfying <laughs> to watch it go from like super dirty to like super clean. But you also like he, he lists all his like all the products he uses, um, just his general tips and tricks. It's, it's really awesome. And if you care about your car, keeping it clean, uh, check it out. Uh, is it my turn? All right. Hot seat, baby. All right. I want everybody to stop what they're doing. I want you to open your browser, turn it on incognito mode, and type in me on that photo. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I almost did it. I had, a, <laughs> I had, I had an incognito browser up. Can you, uh, can you screen share that, Chris? <laughs> I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. Well, if I have to absolutely give a recommendation, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little different one that people aren't expecting. All right. So Netflix. I'm not really all in on like animated. I like animated stuff. I mean, I like Avatar. Like, you no, know, a basic bitch. One of those. Sure. But a really, really good animated show that I recommend to anybody, even if you don't fucking like animation. And if you do like animation, you'll really appreciate this one. Castlevania. That series is the tit. The story kind of sucks sometimes, but the pure visual, the visuals and the quality of animation in that whole show is top notch. And they didn't have to go all out, but they fucking did. And they did a great job. And that one was produced by Netflix, which is surprising. Is that based off the video game? 
yes but you don't have to know any of the like the lore or anything it's like the very beginning like it's it's loosely based off the video game they do their own shit and they like have their own story but if you know about it cool if you don't it doesn't matter i think you just described uh all anime you're like the story sucks but the visuals are really (laughs) 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 not dude because some anime it's just garbage all around you're like why is this even a thing like how did somebody spend almost a million dollars on producing this garbage yeah no i'm with you i i've tried in the past i'm not a big anime guy either i've tried in the past to sort of get into it and there's stuff that i've seen that i liked like i'm gonna be again a basic bitch but attack on titan was really good um that was a lot of fun but then i but then uh colin tried to show me jojo's bizarre adventure and i wanted (laughs) wanted to kill myself (laughs) (laughs) that is not for the like the week if you don't like anime don't watch that shit he tried to um, show me jojo's too (laughs) (laughs) and i I hated every second of it (laughs) i didn't get into it (laughs) yeah look buddy i like it but that's because i like that whole thing like that whole anime shit but i'm saying for like anybody that doesn't like it like if you're a fan of avatar you will be a fan of castlevania it's not like anime it's like it's i don't fucking know it's it's like avatar i'd put it on the same like animation and production wise as avatar it's intro level anime it's like beginner anime yeah like okay (laughs) i'm not gonna like sit here and i'm like you know you you just gotta read the subs man like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, the culture. it's it's all in English and it was produced all in English. Like it's not made in Japan or anything. And which was like I'm like they fucking did. I think they made it in like Germany, I think is where it was produced. Okay. But it's really it's really fucking good. The only other one I saw and I never finished it, but it was really good, was this thing called Fire Force which was like these demon fighting firefighters. And I was like, that's kind of rad, but Everything else I saw, I was like, eh, it, I don't know. It, it Anime to me just drags on for so long. It and does. I like, I like kind of quick paced stories and that is not anime. <laughs> oh no. With stuff like that. I like to, um, I am not who I used to. So now like in terms of like fire force, like you were saying, I don't watch it, but I watch all anything that like pops up as visually stunning like i'll watch like all the fights or whatever where i'm like that's fucking cool like i can't believe like they did that like they, where they drastically change up the animation they're like we put all our fucking production money into this one three minute scene yeah it's like that's fucking tight like i only watch those on youtube like i don't actually watch like a whole episode i like those episodes where they don't have a lot of money so like the rest of the episode is like stick figures yeah it's an interesting thing that animation is interesting in that aspect where it's like you could in some anything in anything even avatar anything like high quality you can freeze frame it at like a part where like that you can tell they didn't try and you're like this is just what did they draw here (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's my recommendation castlevania nice castlevania so before what's that three seasons Three seasons is really short too. Oh, that's not bad. I feel like that's manageable. Yeah. yeah. It's like four episodes a season. It's like a mini series. It was originally supposed to be a mini series because that's all they had the production money for, but it blew up. Say so if you're recommending something that's like twenty one seasons long, seventeen episodes per season. <laughs> yeah, I recommend all yeah. of Doctor Who. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> 
I don't. I've never seen it. I don't care about it. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I just know it's long as shit. Um, so before we wrap up, we have two challenge updates. I don't know if updates is the right word. So one a long time ago. I say a long time ago. It was a couple weeks. Uh, we had the M&M challenge where you guessed you know, how many M&Ms were left in this little bucket of M&Ms that I had. Um, we never officially closed that up, so we're going to do that right here. Um, we have a winner. Uh, he won, not because he was closest, but because he ran uncontested. <laughs> so, um, I don't yeah. know. I, should we say his name? Should we do that or not? I can say Alex. Is, yeah, yeah. It's my, my younger brother, Alex. He's the winner. So, uh, yeah. of course. Step up, and, step up and claim your prize. Yeah. He, he didn't actually, he didn't win because he was closest. He won because of nepotism. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was literally, he wasn't even close. He was like 150 off, but he was the only person yeah. to do anything down. It was uh, 242. I think he was like 120 something, was his yeah. guess. <laughs> uh, so he wasn't very close. He was like half off or he, half wrong or whatever but um hey still one yeah still one so uh he'll get some split screen media merch when that comes out um and then i for the other challenge update i'm gonna give the floor to you connor because this is your kind of doing yeah sure um so i put on my own personal facebook so i guess anybody who's friends with me there can see it and then we also shared it on the split screen media um social pages or i think you did that right chris I, I didn't okay Chris didn't do that <laughs> i'm gonna it, by the time this goes live yeah by the time uh, this goes live that will have been shared so you can see it on that page as well i'm retroactively um, doing it right now yeah right yeah but i um basically what i said was that i have been growing my hair out since quarantine it's very long and floofy and it's getting annoying um but i wanted to make it kind of a fun challenge so what i what i said on the post was that if our Facebook page gets 50 subscribers and our, or I'm sorry, if our YouTube page gets 50 subscribers and our Facebook page gets 50 likes, um, I'll shave my head during one of the podcasts. Um, and what I think that we're going to end up doing is that we're going to try and find like a, a quiz online, like maybe an MCU quiz or something. That's like a harder quiz. And then Chris is going to ask me questions. And for every one I get wrong, I'm going to like shave part of my head off and then we'll just keep going until i eventually get all of it shaved off so i'm sure it'll look kind of funny because like if you come in if you click halfway through the video it's just gonna be look like i look like i have mange or something because half my head will be bald um but yeah i thought that would be a fun thing to do so yeah make sure you and it has to be both it has to be the facebook page that reaches 50 likes and the youtube page that reaches 50 subscribers and we might mess with that a little bit if we find that that's too hard for everybody um but for right now that's the goal and yeah if you want to see me shave my head on camera you know you know what you got to do i'm gonna ask you opinion based questions so you can never be right oh that's a good one <laughs> uh so when is the deadline for that connor do we have a deadline or it's just kind of it's just kind of up in the air for right now i might you know after i guess after we share everything <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't shared. Um, yeah, after we share everything on the social media pages, I'll probably leave it up for at least a couple weeks. And then if we decide that we want to cut it off at a certain point or uh, change up the challenge a little bit, we will. But I'll probably be reminding everybody on the page every couple days, be like, hey, don't forget to, you know, do all that. So it should be fun. Okay. Should we set like a smaller goal for 25 on both? 
Yeah, we might end up doing that. That's kind of what I meant, like by adjusting. I think I'm going to leave it up for a few more days and see how much, how many more subscribers we get for each. Okay. Um, but yeah, we might have to adjust it a little bit based on how many, how many uh, people decide to click on it. But we'll see. Okay. Well, I think that just about wraps it up here. Um, this has been episode 16. Thank you, Connor. Uh, thank you for your time, Seabass. It was a pleasure. I think we had some great, just great, great discussions. <laughs> um so yeah give us a like if you liked it sub, sub if you want new podcast every friday um and just enjoy your weekend bye everybody bye